So if you're catching this podcast right now, just know we're a little distracted by the Boston-Toronto series. I say Boston sweeping. I say Boston winning in six. Six? Yeah, I'm saying six. Uh, Jason Tatum will be the reason why they sweep. I'm just saying. That's my boy. Okay. Even Damn. though he went to Duke. Ain't gonna be everybody no in, everybody entitled to a mistake, huh? Yeah. Everybody got a couple one time. Yeah, but <laughs> man, fuck Duke. You already know my stance on it. Wow. Well, first time listening to you, thank you. If you're returning, thank you. You can catch us on the social medias. At BL Sports Talk 51. That's Twitter and Instagram. The website is being updated. People, I just want to let y'all know it's not my fault. I don't know what's going on. It is updated though. By the time you hear this, you're a busy man. It's, hey, it is what it is. No, I had to contact my uh my my peoples. Okay. I had to hit them up on the emergency contact line. Mm-hmm. They said they're gonna get to me whenever they get to me, so I just gotta wait. Hey. So I will not plug the website right now, but I will plug Apple and Spotify. Big shout out to Spotify, man. Big shout out to Apple. If you haven't, rate, review us, and share on Spotify. If you hadn't, follow. I don't know if you can review or not, but follow and share. And most importantly, just love on us, right? Show us some love. Get those numbers up, like get we the, always say. Get the numbers up, baby. If you know what I'm doing with my right hand, you know, get my numbers up. Get the numbers That's, up. I'm raising the roof for you perverts. <laughs> Let's say a special shout out. I'm sorry, a special RIP. To Chadwick Bozeman, John Thompson, and Uncle Cliff. Clifford Robinson. Uncle Cliff. So I want to highlight... You know, Chadwick Bozeman. He's the Black Panther star. Uh, went to HBCU Howard. Hey. He uh, found out the day he was actually married before he passed away. Right. Um, I heard about that. Which was interesting. You know, how he can keep it under wraps. Uh, just a very humble guy. He wound up becoming a black icon for heroic uh, material, I guess you could say. Jackie <laughs> Rod. He played in Jackie Robinson. Third Good Marshall. Third Good Marshall. And Black Panther, probably the biggest one that put him on the map. Yeah, twenty. I know he played in 21 Bridges as 21 well. Bridges too, 21 yeah. 21 Bridges. He had yeah. a definitely uh, iconic figure in- James Brown. And James Brown. And James, and James Brown, Brown, get up on it. Yeah, he definitely played great roles in every movie he was in. So it, it was such a shame to- Find out early Saturday morning that he passed away. I couldn't believe it. I thought that Friday night mama called me. Well, no, 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 I'm saying she called me like, is this true? I'm like, yeah, it look like it's true. Man, I was, <laughs> I don't know why, but I couldn't. I like Saturday, early Saturday morning, like four o'clock, I couldn't go to sleep to save my life. So I just wind up listening to some music, you know, and watching some stuff. And then I found out on social media that he passed away. And I was like... Yeah, I think I was about three or four. I was, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was just saying, man, this, this whole year... And 2020 we, then took it. Yeah, we, and we always say this, but 2020 is the year of all years when it comes to everything that's wrong or what's going wrong in, in the country. So. Yeah, it ain't been a year this rough in a while. And it, the year ain't, it ain't even half. It ain't even, well, it's halfway now. It is halfway, yeah. but, it ain't, but it ain't nowhere close to being over yet. So. Yeah. I uh, want to definitely shout out John Thompson, a former head coach of... Big, huge fan. <laughs> former head coach of the Hoyas. Mm-hmm. Hoya Paranoia, if you don't know about them. So Hoya Paranoia, I just wanted to look it up for everybody. Well, I ain't going to tell it like the, the Wikipedia definition. Man, it got dark outside. I ain't going to tell the Wikipedia <laughs> definition. But 
Hoya Paranoia is basically us versus the world on, on some type stuff. And back in the time that he was coaching, yeah. uh, he was real heavy on promoting like African-Americans being proud of who they are, mm-hmm. things like that. Big John is what they called him because of his stature. Yeah. He actually won two titles in Boston. And, I did in not the know NBA, that. yeah. I did not know that. I didn't either. But he actually had, from his tenure, 75 players that graduated in four years, that stayed four years and graduated, 75 out of 77 players, it's a 90-something percent rated that graduated with degrees. Man. He coached players as far as AI, uh, Alonzo Mourning, I believe. Yep. Uh, Patrick Ewing Patrick is probably Ewing. the biggest one because he's back there coaching now. And he was just a rebel, man. He was a rebel. He was full right. He Prop was, 48 was his was one of the things that, I guess, put people on to him. It didn't surprise the black community, but it surprised other people. Mm-hmm. And Prop 48 was just like when they kind of made standardized testing and grades of a bare minimum for athletes, which we all know that was something to kind of keep uh, African-Americans from getting into prestigious universities. And, you know, that being said, he actually walked off the court in solidarity for what he stood for. Yep. And I I do have to say this. I know uh, I always, I know our best friends out there on the West Coast, I told them, I, I am a North Carolina guy. Of course, Grandma State, number one, first and foremost. But I, I do like North Carolina. But I said, if I did, if if it wasn't uh, another school I would like, it would have to be Georgetown. Georgetown, first of all, it, it was because of John Thompson, what he stood for is why I like Georgetown. And it's a lot of stuff that he did. I, I remember the 30 for 30 the biggies Big yeah with biggies basketball and they had john thompson on there and he did so much stuff and stood up for his players so much that he told them and he told the other coaches and he told the referees whoever that i guess the white kids were making fun of the players and they had like monkey monkey suits whatever and he had said we will not play until they are removed from this game. Mm-hmm. And he always thought about his players first before he thought about probably himself. And he's such a major figure in, in basketball and in sports history, especially in African-American culture. The things the things that he did, the players that he produced, how he went about it and was unapologetic about it. That's what I love about John Thompson. It's sad to it's sad to say that he's gone, but he will never be forgotten. He still do have his son, John Thompson the the third, I believe, that used to coach for Georgetown. But the impact that he made on the college basketball community, the NBA community, and just the African American community in all, it just shows you how much of a, a figure he was. So Definitely rest in peace to John Thompson and Chad Bozeman and Clifford Robinson, which I have a – you you know I remember Clifford Robinson? Now, not for the Blazers, but playing NBA Live. Oh, wow. I, I always smack people with Clifford Robinson, man. Wow. I don't know why, but it is what it is. One last note with John Thompson. He's the first African-American coach to win a – African-American head coach to win a major collegiate basketball championship. Yeah. Well, anyway, we found out something funny to go ahead and lighten the mood up for y'all. Have you thought of this? When it comes to the Jacksonville Jaguars, not they letdowns, not they downfalls, 
Not a few seasons ago, they were in the AOT Championship one game away from being in the Super Bowl. No, 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 no. We must think about, in the wake of Leonard Fournette, what is your jersey collection like if you a Jacksonville Jaguars fan? It's done. Like I might, I might, might move to another team if I was a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. So they have, I kid you not, I think what I heard yesterday, they have no first rounders from the previous years. Oh I'm my, not sure yeah. how far I go back. Yeah. But they have no first rounders on their teams anymore from who they drafted since Leonard Fournette is gone. Really? That is ridiculous. Like no, not no, one. No first rounders. Not Trading everybody. They, they got them out of there. Hey, look, if I'm if I'm a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, the rebuilding stage, man, that's done, man. I'm trying to win right now. But that's the thing. Like, you got to go back and rebuild just because they haven't done a good job of building around. Okay, so look. You got Ramsey, Bortles, Fortnite, Nagaku, I guess you could say, Robertson. Robertson. Like, that's just All of them gone, man. Right now, gone. They, hey, we got to talk about their colorways for their jerseys. They are fired up. I always liked Jacksonville colors. I used to play with Jacksonville back in Madden when we was kids. Played with Jacksonville and I played with Indianapolis. Oh, I thought I thought I played with Indianapolis. Who I played with? You played with Indy too, but when somebody would get to it, you would go play with somebody else. But Jacksonville was my default team. None of us played with the Saints. No, yeah, none of us was, played with Atlanta. Yeah, none of us played with the Cowboys. Right. So it was Indy. It wasn't Seattle. Oh, I know Indy, the Vikings, because Randy Moss and Dante called. Yeah. Them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Peyton Manning, Marvin Harrison. Jacksonville, I play. I just like playing with them because they had defense, which that hadn't changed. Who did I play with growing up? I can't remember, man. Because I it probably played, was Indy. Yeah, it was. I did play with Indy. But I, I know. I know. I played. This is what I did, y'all. I used to go back and play with the Houston Oilers and Warren Moon. Okay, yeah. Which I still need to find my uh, my card collection because I need to sell them bad boys. Oh, I know what mine's at. That's a fact. I know what mine's at. I need to find mine in. Oh yeah, I is know, it, I know it's in the attic, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I need to go get that because I'm about to put it on eBay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Sorry, are we getting distracted? I'm getting happy here because I'm going to sell them bad boys. One of them better be worth some money. We have two game sevens, and you went to sleep last night on one. <laughs> I mean, we have two game sevens that happened, and you went to sleep on one. First one is up tonight. Spoiler alert for all y'all, Denver's going to win. I have Denver win tonight. Game seven, Donovan Mitchell in the Utah Jazz, mm-hmm. Jamal Murray, and the Denver Nuggets. Right. You have Denver winning. I have Denver winning. Want to give a point spread? I have Denver winning by maybe five tonight. I you? have them winning by three. I have three. It been a very close game. So, so do you think it's going to be one of those games whoever get the ball last is going to win? You think it's going to be that tightly contested? No, I just think whoever gets, I think whoever's going to score in bunches, which I think Denver is going to do because they're riding such a hot streak. I think Jamal Murray at the end is going going to pull it away far enough him in the Joker. And I think Utah's gonna make a comeback. They just fall short by three. Who you who you think gonna rip the chair first? Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert? I'm gonna say Rudy Gobert. Donovan Rudy. Mitchell won't act out of character no more because he can't be compared to Rudy Gobert because otherwise people are gonna sit up there and look at the coronavirus thing as really a setup. So Donovan Mitchell will not act out of character no more. Rudy Gobert will. Rudy Gobert has to go down as a person who is now in the same category as Odell Beckham. Odell fights with nets. Rudy fights with chairs. <laughs> Who else do you have? <laughs> so, yeah, so Denver. I'm really thinking, like, I still, it's the, it's the way they be starting off that just be tripping me out because 
Utah we start be starting off strong like they did game six. Going eight for eight, nine for nine, like But you know the but, game of basketball yeah, is made up remember, of streets. Yeah, yep, made a run, so it runs, there you go. Same thing. Yeah, <laughs> streaks. No, no, streaks. <laughs> I think I, you know what else I think is gonna come down to? I think it's gonna come down to the bench, bro. I trust you. I mean, I trust Denver's bench just a little bit yeah. more since Gary Harris. Is that who he is? Yeah. He back now. I, I watch out for him. He got to get back in the whipping shape. So watch out for him. <laughs> if he come in, if he come out and give you fifteen to twenty, that's that's unknown numbers that you ain't really prepared for this whole series. I agree. So we watching we watching this great game of Boston and Toronto. Y'all can't hear because we got it on mute. I want to make sure before we get into what you have presented, I mm. want to call the Saints idiots because if it's true what they doing, why are we even having this discussion right now? If it's true what the report said as of about thirty minutes ago, the Saints are possibly interested in trading Kamara, a top five running back, who for all intents and purposes has done nothing but the maximum effort and hasn't gotten hurt after all the crazy hits he would take. If Kamara is being traded, I'm not watching football this year with the Saints involved. I am. And and I told y'all, and y'all going to listen to me, if y'all don't believe me, you could probably go on any episode and I've been saying it for the longest. Drew Brees need to be gone. Look at the destruction he causing now. That's all I'm saying. Hey, I look. Unlike you, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna still support the Saints. No, definitely, no matter what. You are gonna support stupidity? I know. I know hey, it is what it is. We we've been supporting a lot of stupid shit. The, they had that the Saints they, been doing. But, but that's what I'm saying. They hadn't been stupid for about a good, I guess, six years, seven years. I mean, some of the players do some stupid stuff, but we ain't gonna talk about that right I'm now. I'm just talking about the organization. Okay, the organization. Okay, they they gotten better. Oh, we have, we have, but still at the same time, I'm still support them. Still, you already know. Still won't be black and gold. We still win the ship in twenty twenty one. It would be a lot of better. We if We not had, winning no ship without Camara. I know, but <laughs> we still need Camara. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you uh, the GM out there, please make some sense of this. I, I actually, and if you do, and if you do get somebody, man, get, no. get, get, give no, us, give no, us Patrick no, Mahomes. No, you you feeding into the wrong. First of all, he's never leaving Kansas City. He's gonna die in Kansas City. Oh Lord! Nice you you die. no see you you assuming that this is true. We got we got to err on the side of no, it can't be true, and say this. Hey, whatever whatever you smoke, snorted, uh, inputted your veins from a needle, whatever it may be, get off of it until twenty twenty one. Don't make dumb decisions right now that will ruin your career. Because if you make this trade, I need you to make one more decision after this. You want to know what that is? What's that? Fire yourself. Yeah, man. Like you did a good job hiring him, and that was probably all on Sean Payton. But man, come on! Like you got to be killing me. You got to be killing me. Like this makes no sense. Why would? Why would you even do that? It better not be true. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it better not be true either. And the report just came out. Kamara and his agent they they thought everything was all good. They thought contract negotiations was being dealt with in a good manner, but. All now, I'm, now reports coming out. We saying we going to trade them like that don't make no sense. All I'm saying is this goes down to one person, one player, and his number is number nine. He don't need that much money. He shouldn't be on the team anyway. He is very much past his prime. I thank him. If he want to be a quarterback coach, by all means. But it's time to hang it up. You now you affecting the future value of the team. Man, he ain't he ain't going to Tom Brady go. 
That's all Tom Brady in a whole different situation. In the best, man. Hey, hello. Let me, yeah. Hello. We we. Hey, all, all I'm saying is this: what I know us to do is release players, and guess where they go? Inside the division. We don't need that. Go ahead. So is this worse than Leonard Fournette getting not even getting traded, but just getting let go, being a free agent? Is it? Would this be worse than that, or what? what so so a thing with him getting traded. They looked into trading him. Nobody really wanted to pay that price tag for him, which is, I think, about $4 million uh, for a year. Wow. So nobody wanted to pick up that option. So now he's on free agency all terms. The, all the bum-ass teams out there don't want to pick up him for well, $4 million? But at the same, I mean, $4 million a year? Like, for oh. this year? That's that's a lot. It's considering that running backs ain't a premium, like talking about. When, I mean, not to say he cannot catch. He's improved. But he's not a pass-catching running back. Mm-hmm. He's not a what's your boy in – in Kansas City that just got drafted from LSU, Clyde, was it Clyde Robinson? Clyde Robinson, I think so. He's yeah. not a Clyde Robinson. He's not a Le'Veon Bill. He's not a LaShawn McCoy. He's a downhill runner. He's a Ty Gurley, if you want to be honest. Because Ty can't catch either. <laughs> he probably better he, he catching got, it. He probably better catching Ty. I, I give okay, him. yeah. I was about but, to say, his, his catching went up a lot. Yeah, it, it went up. But again, nobody's going nobody's gonna to sit up there and say, we're going to put you back here and do a Christian McCaffrey. And you oh, about no. to catch the ball 12 times a game or something like that. No. Uh-huh. So, I mean, Jacksonville tried to trade him. Nobody wanted him. So, you got to release him. So, and he was taking up you know, money on the books and they trying to rebuild. So, what do you think? If, if we let Kamara go, you think you're going to get it? If we let Kamara go, if we let Kamara go, the things that we've been through these past three, four years have been off for nothing. Put that on the books. Put that on them. <laughs> Go to the next topic. I'm getting upset. All right, man. Let I'm me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. I'm let me getting stop. upset, man. But, but this past weekend, the Dallas Mavericks lost to the Clippers. And unfortunately, Porzingis did not play, which I do believe they would have went to seven games. Now, if they if, would they have won? I don't think so. But still, Porzingis didn't play. So this kind of goes towards what's going to happen in the future. In regards to Dallas and Christoph Porzingis with his weak knees, what do you do in his in their situation? Do you keep him because you the talent is there, of course, and the produ- the productivity is there as well. But do you think with his with his knee problems and his health his health issues with his knees, do you think he should stay with them, or what do you think they should do? Dallas should keep him. That's one. But if they don't keep him, who do you bring in that balances off of Luka? Because he's a ball-dominant player. Right. You can't even say guard or forward. You just got to say player. Yeah. So one thing that Kristoff does when he's healthy is catches and shoots. He can he – he, Yeah, he, he can create his own shot if need be. But at the same time, if he is gone, who do you get to replace him? Because now you look at it and say, well, who's going to come to Dallas? Not that nobody can – but who's going to come? Right. Because if you're looking at another star, most stars are locked up outside of what, Melo? Mm-hmm. And Melo want to stay with Portland. Yep. Which I don't blame him for that because that, that's the best fit. He's reclaimed a bit of his youth mm-hmm. with Portland. I don't know if you find it somewhere else. I don't think that team Dallas is shaped for him. Right. And I don't know who else you have that would come. But Porzingis fits. He just got to be healthy. So the thing that they're doing with Zion, they might need to do with, with Porzingis and that's Limit his minutes 
I don't know how you do it, but maybe that is how you can kind of prevent him from getting him. injured. Okay. Maybe. I don't uh, know what you think. I agree. I mean, at this point right now, you still he still is good. He still hasn't even ended his prime yet, so he definitely has a long way to go. And that team has promise, has a lot of promise. So keeping him would definitely be a good option. And like you said, which you made you made a good point saying that they may have to put him on minutes restrictions, just like with quiet in the past or right now. But at at this point, that's all you can do. Just ho- hopefully, hopefully everything's all right with his knees and he can get back healthy, be a hundred percent. But you know what they're gonna do, huh? What's that? They're gonna have to do what we saying with the minutes, but they're gonna have to bring in another person, a third option, because. You can't afford for when the playoffs do come because you need them more minutes. Jamal Crawford. I've been said we should have got him. You, but you can't afford for him to get hurt. So you still have to, the same thing you do with him in the regular season, you got to do in the playoffs too because you can't afford him not to make it a long haul. Mm-hmm. So now you got to get a third player who can actually come in and do what they need to do. So Jamal Crawford is one. And they got a bevy of people it's who can a be a, a yeah. third option. I agree. And Dallas got a good young team. But they definitely need to get somebody else who can be a legit third option because mm-hmm. this can't keep going on. No. You'll, you'll screw around and mess up, and you won't either you won't have Luca or he's going to want to go somewhere else, and you're going to have to let him go somewhere yeah. else. Or, or worst-case scenario, I mean, you wind up doing what the Saints trying to do right now, just blow everything up besides your, your best player. But I give Dallas more credit than that. Yeah, but, yeah, but again, Dallas has a good nucleus. Tim Hardaway Jr. balled out. Trey Burke did his thing. Seth Curry did his thing. Hey, they had a they had a bunch of bunch of great role players. Boban definitely keep Boban. Well, I think I think they keep keep, I think keep they, Boban. I think they keep everybody else, but they gotta add one more person because they can't afford oh, yeah, for this you, to happen. And need, they they look this good against the Clippers. Yeah, you need you need some more. You you just need that one more. You need one more star or one more great role player that can come in and do his thing. Be a little wheel off the bench. But on some more news, you got to say big shout out to Brandon Ingram for winning the 2020-2021, I'm sorry, 2019-2020 Most Improved Player of the Year Award. <laughs> shout out to Giannis. Shout out to Giannis. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. You weren't going to say it. Anyway. <laughs> you weren't going to say it. Nah, but hey, we talking about Brandon Ingram right now. Definitely has a great, definitely has a great future, great potential. KD two point five, he gonna do some good things. I see some good things from Brandon Ingram. I think he's gonna be that leader for us that can get us over the, that can get us, or possibly get us over the hump with him, Zion. They have a good nucleus too. So, what's up? Well, the last topic we want to bring up is because. Somebody felt very passionate and controversial about what I was did. going on. I did. The NBA players actually had a protest last Wednesday slash Thursday slash Friday. Mm-hmm. And this was in wake of what happened in Wisconsin. Was it Kennesaw, Wisconsin? Kennesaw, yeah. Uh, what happened in the wake of that. And it started with Milwaukee. Of course, it's a Which part they of Wisconsin. De- they deserve the right to do that. Um, so it started with them. And that was to basically put pressure on legislation to figure out what they're going to do next, which was a great move. And after that, NBA players, which they're very united, followed in solidarity mm-hmm. of Milwaukee and who they're going against? Orlando. Orlando. M- Milwaukee and Orlando. I forgot hey, that fast. Hey, hey, let's, just say for the, let's just say for the record, if Orlando – I think Orlando was sticking around. <laughs> I think they want to stick around for a little bit. 
They're trying to get a DQ. They're trying to get that dub. Yeah, trying to get that dub. <laughs> Thank you. Come again. Thank you. Come again. Yeah. You got you know you still got beat. Oh right, well, yeah, true enough. But still go ahead. So the thing that <clears throat> you got, well, I'll let you take over. But uh, some people were bothered by the protest and saying, you know, well, you can chime in now. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I know. And we had the discussion and we had this debate and argument. And I spoke to a lot of people about it, but uh, when this, when all of this happened, I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, they, they protesting, and I'm thinking at this point in time, like since everybody don't want to play, I'm thinking they just going to stop playing for the rest of the playoffs, which I would have been completely fine with that. So what I was saying, and why I was telling my co-host over here was that, hey, you know what? You the co-host. I'm the main. Person. Anyway. I was telling my my co-host over here Maybe. that I I see I see what they doing and I just want to see I just want to see if, if if they if talk is cheap because if you look at social media everybody was up in arms they say you got to have justice we're not going to play today we're not going to we're not going to play this game unless some justice gets served I said all right cool so they had the meeting, and it turns out that the Lakers and the Clippers, big shots out to both of those teams, they were one. They were going to stop playing for the remainder of the playoffs because that's how deeply they felt about it. And of course, everybody else was like, "No, nah, I think we should continue playing." And all I was saying is, "Don't half-ass do shit." That's all I was telling. That's all I was telling Gary. I was like, "Don't half-ass do shit." If you want to do, it, if you're not going to play one game. Don't play the other games because y'all not playing that one game. Solved. It didn't solve anything. So all I was just saying, stop half-assing, stop stop talking, and well, where where the actions at behind the talking? That's all I was trying to. That's all I was saying. And so my my point to all this was was simply this: NBA. Out of any other organization, anybody can, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Feel free to jump in or whatever. Mm-hmm. The NBA, out of, out of any, out of everybody, out of every other sporting thing that we have going on, has been the most proactive and reactive when it comes to social issues. They were fed up. They took a stand together and they protest a game or two. They wound up being, I guess, three overall, something like that. Yeah. They, they did it for three days, I guess. Yeah. So they protested. My thing to... My thing to everybody that has a problem with what they were doing, what would you expect them to do? Like, it's not even about them playing at this point. It's like they took a stand. They did something. Because NFL players, albeit have a little bit more of a a problem with getting ownership on board, Mm -hmm. NFL players talk the talk, like you say, and do nothing about it. One of the biggest miles that I hear is Odell Beckham when he tweets and says things. And, hey, I'm all for it. I, I want you to talk. But 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 the thing that I want NFL players to do, which some have, some have, the thing I want NFL players to do is simply say this: If you really bought that action, then you need to miss his paycheck. Yeah. But if not, then you need to stop all this gum flapping in. Right. And again, I'm not charging them to do anything for me because I made certain changes in my life. You have to, and other people around us have too. And everybody's taking their own stance, and a lot of things are, are polluted by social media, so you always see the talk. And I know I'm, I'm saying Odell because that's the only one I can think of. But he is, for the most part, I think, putting his money where his mouth is. And that's great. But you're still doing the one thing that 
everybody wants you to do because I told you, if football don't make a move, then it doesn't matter what basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer does. If football don't make a move, then you will not see anything move because football rules it all. Let's just be honest. I agree. So if football never does anything, you're never going to see them make a move. I mean, see anything change. So the NBA doing what they doing was great, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, at the same time, you got to look at it and you got to say, well, if they don't protest, then what what happens then? They actually did the protest to talk to officials in, in power, government officials, whether it be governors, attorney generals, whatever it may be. That's what Milwaukee did. Yeah. That's what others started doing. That's why you have the Staples Center being used, or, or is it Dodgers Field being used as a voting center mm-hmm. for when the election comes around. All these things are being done. Not to say football hadn't had an impact, baseball or hockey. Basketball is the reason why a lot of this stuff is getting done. LeBron and Chris Paul are at the forefront of this and, and other players too. I just I ask people, I'm with what y'all are saying. Okay, don't just do it for a game. But then what do they do instead? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how can they impact it? Besides, besides the, the games being not played, I get that. I'm with that. But if they don't play games, like I what told you. Happening? Yeah, like I told you. If football doesn't, if football don't move the needle, then ain't nothing happening. Because football rules it all. Because at the end of the day, it's the plantation mentality. But, I, I mean, I, you brought up the football aspect. But I, we weren't talking about football. We were just strictly talking about the NBA. No, I'm, I'm saying... People are saying, oh, well, you know, what they doing is cool, but if you only going to do it for a game, what did it change? Well, they, in the matter of those three days, got in contact with their officials of, you know, prospective states. They are making sure that the owners, which I feel like the owners need to be down here in the bubble too, but they got in contact with their owners, made their demands. Michael Jordan was a, a grievance counselor, I guess you can say. They got Barack Obama uh, heading mm-hmm. up things now too. All of these things got done in the matter of those three days. And I'm saying, yeah, they're playing now, but their demands are still being pushed forward. I'm what I'm saying is this: when it comes to basketball, all oh, this is great, great, fine and dandy. If football doesn't make a move, it doesn't matter what basketball do because basketball, I mean, sorry, football rules the country. Right? Like people, look what did you did you see what they did with Big Ten today? Trump called Kevin Warren, I believe is his name, of the Big Ten commissioner, mm-hmm. talking about you should start playing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm making it a point for you to start playing with Big Ten, and kudos to Kevin should, for standing be up. Worried about shouldn't be worried about something else. Like, but, but no, no, but, but that's what I'm saying though. When it comes to that's that's how big football is. You got the president sitting up here calling in, talking about you should have football resume, and shout out to the Big Ten and the people in the front office and the commissioner Kevin. Warren, in particular, mm-hmm. he's sticking to his gun. We will play when we feel like it's ready. Right. We will reevaluate, but we will not start playing right now. And Trump, don't tell nobody else how to do their job until you know how to do your job first. I mean, and, and that's cool, but I'm saying, like, that just means that that's how big it is. Like, basketball stopping like it did, Trump didn't care. Like, the the whole killing was the, the thing behind it, but he didn't care to the point where if it would have canceled, but football canceling moves the needle. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean... I'm not saying that they didn't have a significant thing. I'm not saying what you and others were saying didn't mean nothing. I'm just saying as big as this is, as much as they got done, as much more as you want to see done, if football does nothing, which we've seen in the past, they don't do too much because football is, you know. Good old boy. Yeah. If football don't do nothing, stuff stays the same. Like basketball been progressive everything. Whole Black Lives Matter on the court right now we looking at. Players got... 
sayings are being approved by the NBA on the back of their jerseys. And, you know, thing you we won't see that in football. Uh, I don't know. Was, was Meta World Peace the, was he the first starter to do that? But he actually in changed basketball? His, but he actually changed, changed his name. But he actually changed his name. But yeah. I believe he changed his name. Though. Like, he changed his last name, but his last name was Metal World Peace. And everybody had his, these different sayings on the back of their jersey. So I think he was the first one. Uh if not the first, then. If if his name wouldn't have changed, I would give him the credit. But XFL the one that started this off. Uh, he hate me now? <laughs> When was that? Like that was in the nineties. No, that was in the nineties. What? XFL was in the nineties. I think what like late nineties. I thought it was early two thousands. I thought it was mid nineties. Heck no. Well, you can look it up. Yeah, then. I'll look it up. I'll, I'll I thought it was mid two thousand. I mean mid nineties. Oh no. But XFL started off, and Ron Ron ain't do his until two thousand ten. So we good. <laughs> What'd you say? XFL started before Ron. Nineteen ninety nine. I told you. Kind of. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah. we both. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Ron didn't go to 2010, I think. Yeah. So, oh, XFL yeah, yeah. started yeah. off first. Yeah, okay. He Hate Me Now is the most famous thing on the back of your jersey you could put. Not not Metal World Peace? He Hate Me Now. Okay. He's, did, you remember his explanation? Why you why why is your name He Hate Me Now? Because every time I run past him and stiff arm him and run him over, what he do? He Hate Me Now. <laughs> so, y'all going to have to take a look at this movie called She Hate Me. Oh, yeah, I got to watch that movie, bro. That, that, that shit is too funny. I don't know what Spike Lee was thinking, but, hey, it is it, it, good idea. Uh, it's the Spike movie, Lee? Yeah, the movie was all right, though. Man. It, it was all over the place. Yeah. It's, it's, that's Spike Lee? It was all over the place. Go ahead. So my picks of the week would be, drum roll, please. No, I'm just playing. Blah, 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 blah. Never again. Okay. Sound like you got burlap. Never again. You got burlap. Snoop Dogg featuring bad ass. Cocaine and Lil HD, wrong idea. And Ryan Trey rolling. And my picks for the week are from Mark Morrison featuring DMX, Innocent Man, and The Meters. Ain't no use. Ain't no use. Shout out to The Meters. They from Louisiana, from New Orleans, too. And definitely shout out to Mark Morrison. Shout out to Master P because we bought it by this. <laughs> uh, now we lose. Who you talking about? The Saints. I'm talking about this podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's three things that's good in life. That's for sure. You ready? All right. I'm ready. Dev Texas in this podcast. Shout out to Bottom Line Sports Talk. Big shout out to Bottom Line Sports Talk. Y'all go ahead and hit us up on those social media pages. Via at BL Sports Talk 51. On Twitter and Instagram. We are on Apple Podcasts where you should rate, review, share, and subscribe. We are on Spotify where you should follow and share and love on us. Because I don't think Spotify got a rate and review. Whatever. The website will be up, people. I'm getting my people to work on it right now. I don't know what's going on. I apologize. I haven't lied to y'all, though. (laughs) And also, just tune in next week. (laughs) Get ready. Get ready. We're going to do this a couple times. We're getting everything lined out. But, yeah, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We thank y'all. Thank you for the support. And just tune in next week. And guess what? Waffles are like pancakes with abs. Peace. Never again. <laughs>